Hello to all my friends and wanderlusters. Welcome back to another episode of The Thai Ass Traveller by yours truly, Renee. It's been a little while since I have recorded a podcast, so I just wanted to give a little update on what's been going on. For those who know, we are currently on our road trip across WA from Perth all the way to Darwin, and we had a little hiccup along the way. We have been in Broome for about a month now. Originally, the plan was just one to two weeks. However, we had a little mishap with a cup of tea and both of our laptops. So note to self, do not leave a cup of tea on the table while you're driving to spill across the whole bed and both our laptops, which meant my laptop has been in a repair shop for the last two and a half weeks. Finally, it is back and I'm back to recording and editing. So hopefully you'll be hearing a lot more of me. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to avoid the ranges if you are staying in Broome. For those who aren't familiar, Broome is a very popular spot during the dry season. The average population doubles during this time, which means that accommodation can be really hard to get and very, very expensive. We looked up how much it would be to stay in a caravan park for an unpowered site, and I think the cheapest one we found was like $45 all the way up to $60 a night just for an unpowered caravan site. If you are like us and trying to do some traveling on the cheap, that is very much out of budget. So I'm going to share with you how we managed to avoid the ranges and save some of our money. First of all, I'm going to talk about the ranges. So in a broom, they are very strict on the no camping rules. Most places in WA, you can get away with sleeping in a uh, car park overnight or parking down some kind of road. However, in Broome, they are so onto it. There is a rumour that you can sleep at Cable Beach and that is a a loud um, camping spot. However, this is not the case. We stayed at Cable Beach Car Park the first night we got to Broome as we were told that this was a great place to stay. There was heaps of backpackers there, heaps of vans all during the day. However, you cannot stay there overnight. At about 6am, we had a knock on the door and it was the ranger. He told us that although there is rumors you cannot stay here and there is a $100 fine per person. We were very, very lucky. We apologized that we didn't know and he said that he'd let us off the warning this time. However, if he caught us again, we will be fined. We also tried camping at Ganth, but again, this is a place that the ranger checks. So don't be camping at any of the main beaches because the rangers will find you and fine you. And the rangers aren't stupid either. We had a friend tell us a story about them going to Cable Beach to sleep. And when the ranger came and knocked on the door, she said, oh no, I've just parked here for the morning. I'm going to go do some yoga or swim or whatever she said. The ranger then said, oh, so you just got here? And she said, yes, of course, I've just got here. I'm about to go and do some activities. He then went and felt the bonnet of her van and it wasn't hot. So he caught her out in her lie, and for the fact that she lied, he immediately fined her $100. Yes, pretty brutal. So if you don't want that to happen to you, there is a few free camping spots just outside of Broome. The first one I'm going to talk about is Willy Creek. Willy Creek is located about 
35 kilometers outside of Broome and it is about a 30 minute drive. Most of the way is a proper road and then it goes onto a corrugated road. There's a few ways to get into Willy Creek um, and you can see the markers that lead to the Willy Creek Pearl Farm. Right next to the Willy Creek Pearl Farm, there is this amazing spot to camp and heaps of people camp there. It's on the rocks, it's right on the water and you can walk all the way through to the, um, to the sea from where the river meets the sea. And it's such a beautiful landscape. We found our secret little spot just before this campground. So as you're going towards Willy Creek Pearl Farm, you will pass through a huge paddock and it's just like a paddock of nothing. We end up finding a little area in there surrounded by trees and camped up in there. When we woke up in the morning, we were surrounded by wild horses. I have no idea where these horses have come from, but there is like a family of 20 or so horses that just live in this paddock. It is absolutely in incredible and I yeah we've camped there multiple times and it's probably our favorite camp spot now. The next place I'm going to talk about is James Price Point. If you know anything about Broome you've probably heard of James Price Point. It is your classic red cliffs white sand blue water. Everyone's seen the pictures and it does not disappoint in real life. James Price Point is a little bit further up the road so it took us about a bit over an hour I think and it is a very corrugated road. The van made it, but only just. So if you're going here, that is something to consider. And if you want to go onto the beach, you need a proper four-wheel drive. We managed to get onto the cliffs that are just like at the start of the camping area. But if you want to go around to like the really, really nice beaches, you do need a four-wheel drive. So I just keep that in mind if you didn't know. So there is two more camping places that I want to talk about that are actually between Willy Creek and James Price Point. The first one is Bard Creek. Bard Creek is a little bit further up from Willy Creek and it is another beach kind of point area. It's super popular for camping and it's used actually more for like from locals and people who like fishing and stuff because it isn't as popular as the other two places. We did go and check out these spots. However, the road did get a little bit sandy towards the end uh, and we decided to turn around. Another spot that is very, very similar and just a few kilometers up the road is Kwandong Point. So Kwandong Point is very similar to Bar Creek from what we saw. It is just off the main road towards James Price Point, gets a bit sandy at the end, but beautiful beach, beautiful camp area, and yeah, great place to camp if you want to stay just out of town. Just one thing I have to say is none of these campgrounds have any facilities. If you're looking for somewhere that has toilets, showers, dump points, all of those sort of things, water, they do not have anything. This is this is real camping. This is going out into the middle of the bush with absolutely nothing. It's also important to consider how much fuel you have because there's no fuel stations out here. And if you want to keep exploring around, particularly at James Price Point, you can go further up the road and you can explore and go on the beach, all of that. You need to know how much fuel you have and how much you're going to need to get back to Broome, which is the closest place for a fuel station. Okay, so let's talk about if these camping places aren't a option for you. Let's say you need to be in town for work or you don't have a full drive and you don't want to risk this sort of situation. You do have a few options. So I'm going to give you my sneaky tips and tricks to avoid the ranges in Broome. I'm going to read you the Broom Camping Guide straight from the Broom government site. B. 
be warned, it's pretty intense. Camping on private property requires permission from the owner of up to periods up to three days. To camp for a period longer than three days, you will need to complete a camping application form and submit it to the Shire outlining your reasons. It is a requirement that this information is provided to the Shire to ensure the proper management of public health risks such as access to water and sanitary facilities. Shire officers carry out regular patrols to control any illegal camping activity. Any person found to be camping in an area that is not designated as a campground, licensed caravan park or private property without owners or shire's consent will be li liable for an on-the-spot fine of a hundred dollars per person Whew, pretty intense sorry here are my tips first of all the key thing to know here is that the rangers only patrol public government owned land so this is anywhere that is a park a beach um Anything like that, they are all publicly owned by the government and therefore the rangers will patrol. The rangers also patrol between about 5.30 a.m. to about 7.30 a.m. So if you get up before 5.30, you will probably be able to drive around and move around and be able to avoid them. As long as you can prove that you did not stay overnight, then you should be able to avoid a fine. However, in saying this again, the rangers are not stupid. They've heard every trick in the book and you have to be pretty convincing to be able to wheeze yourself out of that one. So I'm not condoning doing this. However, there is the information. You do as you want with it. Next thing to note, the key thing was that you cannot be on public property. However, private property. Private property is not only somebody like house or land. It is also um, ports or supermarket car parks or any kind of piece of land that is owned by a business or a person rather than the government. Often people can park in certain car parks that are owned by shopping centres and avoid a fine. Of course, this is then you are liable to be fined or told to move along by the owner of that property. We did stay um, on a vacant, outside a vacant lot one night and we were okay. In desperate, desperate times, this is an option and we did see a lot of vans doing this sort of thing. However, it's not a long-term solution to the problem. <coughs> How we managed to avoid the ranges. We were very, very lucky and we actually made friends with some of the locals. So we were working in town and a colleague of ours heard about our situation driving in and out of Willie Creek every day for work. They then offered for us to climb on their front lawn, which was amazingly generous and just been the best thing ever for us since we were there for so long now. I know most people are like, oh my God, I don't know anyone in Broome. How am I ever going to do this? There is Facebook groups that are dedicated just for people asking if they can camp on front verges and connecting backpackers and travelers to the local community. One page I would really recommend um, following is the Broom Backpackers page. I would also follow the Broom Community page. Both are really good, have frequent um, posts and are really, really informative. And the community in Broom are honestly awesome. Like not everyone hates tourists and backpackers. Some people love them and it is part of the culture there. Like backpackers are always there. They're the main workers. And if they don't have workers being able to stay somewhere, they don't have the workers they need. So there has to be a give somewhere. 
So if you do want to try to make some friends, maybe in exchange for some work or just a little bit of cash park on someone's front lawn, this is a really safe bet. You'll avoid the ranges, you'll make some friends and you'll have a really good time. So I hope this hasn't put you off broom, but has given you some insight into the tips and tricks and how we have managed to save ourselves that $100 fine and do the right thing for the broom community. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, it would mean so much to me if you could please leave a review. Uh, that just means that I know people are listening and that they enjoy. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.